A badge of honor. Police officers and first responders wear badges to let their communities know they are here to protect and serve. But that's not how it feels today. And the stress of the job is taking its toll, taking lives through suicide and post-traumatic stress injury. A Badge of Honor podcast features the cast of the same name, Sam Horwitz and John Salerno. Sam, John, and the team offer the first responders workshops through their critical incident stress management teams and mental health liaisons to offer state-certified T-Cole credit programs that save lives. It's time to smash through the stigma. It's time to heal from your injury, and it's time to back our blue. Welcome to a Badge of Honor podcast. Here are your hosts, Sam Horowitz and John Salerno. Hey, welcome to a Badge of Honor podcast powered by the OBBM Network. We, uh, I'm John and Sam with Sam. Uh, I'm telling you, it's been a crazy couple of days, Sam. I'm glad to be back on the air helping to heal our heroes. So uh, how's things going with you? It, it, it truly has been busy, you know, this time of year. <clears throat> we're very calculated uh, and uh, we've been very consistent in getting out there to uh, heal our heroes, talk about the tough stuff when it comes to wellness and resiliency, all surrounded by this big, you know, thing called post-traumatic stress injury and what that looks like uh, as a first responder. And, and this past uh, Friday was was no different. Uh, so let's just start off a huge thank you to the Deep East Texas Council of Governments for sponsoring our workshop in Lufkin, uh, Texas. And uh, beautiful ride down, uh, a balmy 80 degrees. I <laughs> can't argue with that. That was pretty awesome. I got to tell you, I'll never get used to those winding roads, man. Those dark winding roads. I'll just never get used to them. Well, you know, the, those they're only dark at night. You know, it's pretty during yes. the day. <laughs> so Beautiful I, I, mean, that's, day. I love, I love that. I'm like, you know, put a backpack out on me and, and let's go camping. But, um, yeah, you know, we had a very interesting uh, makeup of attendees from, yeah. I think, the youngest uh, person in there had two years on the job. And I'm talking about years on the job, not in age. Two years on the job. Uh, to 43 years uh, on, on the yep. job. And it was very uh, enlightening, their feedback about how uh, how they view the job. You know, obviously the, the folks that are more new to the job, <clears throat> and we had a whole sheriff's department uh, a section there, and, and how um, those that have been on the job for a number of years, how they've seen the job change. They said those in attendance, you know, at least their department for the better, recognizing the cumulative stress that the job is taking on, uh, on us and, uh, sitting in, um, our workshop, you know, was a, a big step, um, for bringing back, uh, awareness and understanding to, uh, to the department without the stigma, you know, they, they and, and that's, that's still the that's still the well you know, know the biggest I, thing in the room. I respected the uh, I forgot his name. One of the old sheriffs out there. He had like forty years on a job. When we were doing our um, circle and and talking, and he said, and he and he was honest, and he's like, "Listen, I'm here, but I don't believe in any of this. It's not my way. It's not my culture." And it's and he and I I, I respect him so much that he sat through the class, even though he didn't re, he didn't 
buy into the whole post-traumatic stress thing because he comes from a different world, you know, uh, of law enforcement, a different generation. But he 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 seemed um, to engage a little bit, which was nice. And, and even if the even if the engagement was in that negative sense about not believing that all the post-traumatic stress and all this, uh, all the breathing techniques and everything else that you bring down your um, heart rate and your your chemical uh, overload, he still was there for the day and and um, was open-minded about it, which well, I really yeah, yeah. And you're right, and I think the the key thing was that he did while he didn't connect with the stress uh, um, the techniques that we teach to bring down stress. He did connect with the stories um, because right. his feedback. Yeah, and look, everybody's different, right? That's that's what we say in the beginning of the class. It's about building your resiliency and wellness toolbox and what works and connects with you. And I hate to say it, but you know, there there's a fine line when you look at an old when you look at an old timer like that with forty three years on a job. One is a different generation. They are built on resiliency. War era. They are built on on um, learning to live with what they got. They uh, they are burnt. They are they're not in the the they weren't from the coddling and the uh, it's all about me generation. It was about giving back and and to keep that resiliency. So on that aspect, I could see where right. he is not suffering, maybe not outwardly, um, but his resiliency is probably so strong from that generation. It it makes it not makes post-traumatic stress almost non-existent for him Does well he, he definitely i think he caught he referred to it as something different right. um not post-traumatic stress but um he 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 he's been able to grow through adversity which are you know some of the stories that he he shared and um you know puts a smile on my face uh because we did have a game warden uh, the game, uh, Texas game, game wardens were in the, in the class and, uh, he called them possum cops. <laughs> so possum cops. That's what, that's what I, that was like one of the biggest takeaways because it is, it's totally a different generation. And the officer, you know, he got a big smile on his face and he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but the, but the, but you're right. The, the, the classes that have this uh, distance in, in number of years on the, the way that, that the officers look at things and describe things is very different. And their resiliency that they come to the workshop with is very different. The one thing that we can all agree on is that the stress is there. Oh, okay? without a doubt. And there's no denying, you know, post-retirement, um, even right before retirement, uh, you know, that these guys, they, they were not spring chickens, but let's just say they wore their age a lot older than that, what they actually were. You know, you know, I was looking at that same thing and I was like, man, I said, you know, I've aged horribly over the years <laughs> and I'm like, man, you're, you're like 30 years old and you just look like you are my age. Yeah, it's it, it's it's really interesting, and I think uh, you know our guest tonight. Um, he has done a deep dive into some 
really incredible research uh, on, on post-traumatic stress injury, why it's an injury, and the health effects um, that lead to, hey, we need to, we need to look at this and our jobs as law enforcement officers and what we're suffering is as injuries, not uh, the outcome um, uh, uh, of a diagnosis right. uh, from a book. So right. uh, Todd is, is no stranger to uh, a badge of honor. Um, he's a great friend. Uh, he and his wife do powerful work in, in healing folks. And uh, so without further ado, Todd Nunley from the Viking Consultant. The consultants group welcome to a badge of honor podcast welcome todd thank you very much sam and john i appreciate you uh, allowing me to spend some time with you this evening thank you always a pleasure always a yeah pleasure. you know you you uh you do a lot of different things you wear a lot of a lot of hats and when you sent me uh this commentary that you wrote i really found it fascinating because john uh jeff me and and the other john uh, the team that makes up a badge of honor we have been calling upon a lot of people it's like let's call post-traumatic stress disorder what it actually is it's an injury and and we have a lot of practitioners uh, particularly around our area in this part of texas that are like yeah you you guys are injured there there is no doubt because through their practice and from what we've seen and personally experienced while we know um you know the thing called post-traumatic stress disorder you know you always live with your triggers you always live with what you experienced in the past has caused the injuries and you learn to manage manage it so it's not curable but an injury is repairable, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, let's, how did you, let me back up because I'm getting, I'm so excited about this topic, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So if you could please let everybody know, uh, I was watching and listening, um, you know, your background. Well, I, I spent 32 years in law enforcement. I started off as a local officer in Oklahoma, uh, spent, four, four and a half years in patrol, two years in narcotics assigned to a multi-jurisdictional drug task force. And then from there went to uh, the federal system and was a deputy U.S. Marshal in Oklahoma City. Uh, was there in Oklahoma City or assigned to Oklahoma City uh, for almost eight years. And then uh, because of the Oklahoma City bombing and uh, what we uh, went through there, we felt a, a strong desire to leave there. And I I had uh, applied for another agency, which I transferred over uh, and uh, spent the last, oh goodness, uh, 17 years, uh, 18 years, 18 years, I guess. Uh, yeah, almost 18 years with, um, with one of the other DOJ entities. So, um, but anyway, 32 years. And then even after retirement, my first, uh, my first, retirement job, I guess you could say was, was to, um, as a training coordinator for a police academy in Texas in McKinney, Texas, and, uh, had three academy classes that I oversaw and ran, uh, many cadets and, um, I understand they're all doing well from what I'm here, but, uh, that, and then, um, decided that wanted to do something different and then ended up starting 
Viking Consultant Group, which is where uh, where we're at now. So. And you you went on uh, you've been on your own post traumatic stress journey. Um, we, we, we've talked very openly uh, about that with your wife, uh, on another podcast, uh, episode. Yeah. Um, if you guys are watching on, on YouTube um, you can go and, uh, that's on our page. It's already posted. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, um, it brought you to this point where you're, you're trying to bring a lot of retirees together to discuss, uh, you know, the, bring mental health more out into the open because law enforcement, as John highlighted uh, beautifully in our in our workshop that we did last week, is like we do not have a great track record when it comes to leading up to retirement and after in terms of longevity of life. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, and and um, and. In fact, there, you know, a lot of departments are banking on us uh, passing away so they don't have to keep paying out. Let's call that for the, the brutal, honest truth for what it is. And, you know, your commentary that you wrote, the, the research that you did, it brought out a, a lot of key things. And I'm reading this going, well, shoot, I'm like recognizing all of these symptoms. And I know when John said the same thing when we talked right before the show, and so what I'd like to do is when we come back from break, let's just dive right into uh, that commentary and let's let's pick that apart so people can understand um, what we go through as law enforcement and as okay. first responders, because it's yep. fire department too, and, and dispatch anybody that's, that has tons of stress on them. And uh, so we'll have a better understanding. So we will be right back with Todd Nunley from the Viking Consultant Group. All right. Lord, thank you. Move freely. <clears throat> Move freely, America, without medical restrictions or penalty. Without medical freedom legislation in place, our rights and freedoms are one vote away from being dissolved. Move freely, America, with one voice, without fear of retribution, achieving a common goal, medical freedom. We the people make our voices heard by connecting with state legislators and engaging a constitutionally compliant medical bill of rights for all citizens. Individually, change is improbable, but as an aggregate, attainable. It's time to act with one voice. My voice. And my voice. And my voice. And my voice. To protect our freedom, creating one voice that cannot be ignored. This requires your voice, too. Move Freely America. Go to MoveFreelyAmerica.org to find a chapter near you. Plug in, donate, and help our legislators defend our God-given rights under the Constitution. Move Freely America. My voice. And my voice. And together with your voice, we're one voice that cannot be ignored. Donate today. MoveFreelyAmerica.org. Hey, welcome back to a Badge of Honor podcast with John and Sam, powered by the OBBM Network. Our, our guest today is Todd Nunley with uh, Viking Consultants, and we're discussing how the chemistry in our brain, not just out of balance, and over longevity can have adverse health effects. And this is all contributed to post-traumatic stress throughout our, our careers. And uh, Todd wrote a great paper on this, and he's going to share share most of it with us. If you can, Todd, welcome back. Thank you, John. Um, I, one of the things I'll start off with is I, I obviously am not a doctor. Uh, 
Uh, and I did not stay at Holiday Inn Express. So, <laughs> well, you play one on TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I am an investigator, and I spent many years investigating different things. And as an investigator, you dig, you dig deep. You want to find all the answers that you possibly can, and you don't want to leave any stone unturned. So, you know, when when all of this started, and especially I think really it kicked off whenever I retired, and you start you don't have a means of dealing with uh, a lot of downtime. That's why a lot of us that are retired, we go back to work and we try to find things to keep us busy. So anyway, um, when we have that downtime, all of those things that we dealt with in the years of the job, it tends to come back to the surface and we have unhealthy means and unhealthy manner of dealing with that stress and um, myself included. And, you know, we, we all, uh, none of us are perfect. We all make a lot of mistakes and, uh, Lord knows I've made my share, but anyway, all, I kept thinking, I felt like I was crazy. Certain things would happen. I would see something, I would hear something, I would smell something. And then it would just trigger, um, almost some anxiety. And it's like, I had to, I had to get out. I had to leave. I had to go do something. Um, so I kept thinking I was crazy. And of course, some people probably say, well, yeah, he is crazy, but, uh, but on a serious note, you know, wanting to find an answer and continuing to dig and dig and dig, um, a very dear friend of mine who was also one of my instructors at the police academy, older gentleman, um, he had told me, asked me if I'd ever talked to anybody about this. And I said, no. So he put me in touch with a, an individual who was, who had written a, a thesis on it. He was actually getting one of his, I don't know if it was his PhD or what. Uh, but this person, uh, his brother was actually a police officer and he noticed some changes in his brother, his attitude, his demeanor, his health, his general health. So I, I had called this person and, and spoke with him and he, he laid out a lot of information for me. And then ultimately he ended up sending me about a half a dozen articles. He sent me his thesis paper and I'm reading through this going, oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. I feel like I'm. I'm reading about myself. Mm. And so I asked him, you know, some questions. I said, you know, we hear about military and PTSD. And I said, what about law enforcement? And he said, oh, absolutely. And he said, obviously, this is what you're reading in these papers that I've written. Um, and, and he addressed it as PTSD, a disorder. Anybody who's ever dealt with any type of post-traumatic stress injury um, you, you understand or realize that you're not crazy, but there's just something not right. And he, uh, he gave me a lot of information and things rocked along. This was in January of 20. Uh, so almost three years ago now I spoke with him and I still have those articles, uh, very, very informative. And, you know, and, but it really didn't, it answered some questions, but it didn't if that, if that gives you any hint. Todd, I want, I want to hit on two points that okay. you, you, you brought up. When you, you know, joking around, you said you're not a doctor. Right. Right. And, you know, I'm just going, and me and Sam are having this conversation a little bit before about doctors. Now, most doctors, private physicians, a doctor you go see on a regular basis, right? My doctor knows that I was, I was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress. And, you know, he has never once done any cortisol 
or any type of blood test that or adrenaline blood blood test or anything that would say, hey, you're chemical, you're, you're chemically imbalanced right now. Let's see what we can do to bring you back into chemical balance. Yes. So when we talk about you don't play a doctor, but most doctors or private physicians are not looking to test for this, these things. They're not because that I don't think they know themselves. You know, they you know, know post-traumatic stress. They know what it is. They know what the sure, term, sure. but they don't know. I guess maybe it's not their specialty or they do not think about those things. Right. You're, right. you're a checkbox. Exactly. You know, cholesterol, yeah. triglycerides, this, that, the other thing, boom, send it out. Yeah. Well, and, and, and as things progressed, I continued to dig and, and want those answers because the answers I had weren't, wasn't enough. And again, as an investigator, I want to, I want all the answers I can possibly have to really kind of shore up, you know, to, to let myself know if anything that I'm not crazy. Well, and so I doing and reading more articles and more research, I came across an article from a Dr. Chris. Um, I don't know if I can mention his name or not. Um, well, let's just call him Dr. Chris. Dr. Chris. Yeah. Uh, he is, he is a doctor who's done extensive studies with this primarily with the military. And, and I reached out to him. I read his article and I, and again, I, I was looking at this article thinking, I'm reading about myself here. So I reached out to him and I sent him an email and I asked him some questions. I'm not, a, I'm not afraid to ask him any questions. So I asked him, I said, okay, what's the deal here? I see this with the military. How come you did not include the law enforcement and does law enforcement qualify for this very same thing that you're doing of the studies that you've done in the military? And he responded back and he said, absolutely. And he said that, that I tried to get law enforcement involved in this study. He actually did it in Houston. Uh, he tried to get law enforcement involved in it and nobody in law enforcement would respond to him. They all shot it down. Hmm. Shocking. And I asked him why, what, why do you think they did this? And his response was that, uh, one, there's a stigma and two, uh, a lot of guys don't want to admit it. And then three, a lot of your departments, they don't want to admit it either that they, they've got guys who are dealing with with any type of a, a tra traumatic stress injury. Well, if you just if you just seen the news the other day, um, we've lost 14 border uh, patrol agents yep. in 2022. And a, uh, the suicidologist self-proclaimed, I guess. I don't know where you get your degree in suicidology, um, yeah. but he blamed all of those 14 suicides of our deputies yeah. on on relationships and outside agency issues. It's mm -hmm. because they do not want to take the, they don't want to place that burden on themselves or, or admit that they are doing something wrong or they're overworking our guys. Right. Coping mechanisms outside of the job are, are broken. Yes. Because yes. of the chemical imbalances in our brains. Yes. Well, and what happens, and I'll get to the, the, meat and potatoes of it. What happens is whenever somebody, a law enforcement officer is experienced some type of a traumatic event in their career or a cumulative effect over their career, um, your certain hormonal imbalances occur. You've got your pituitary gland that shuts down. You've got your um, other glands in your system that end up shutting down to where 
they're they're not functioning your your hypothalamus your pituitary your thyroid uh, all of these things the, your adrenal glands all these things they sustain an injury and so it stops functioning like it's supposed to because of that overwhelming trauma in your in your, in your system that you that you encounter so and, that and that was a thing when i read that that that's like oh now they're talking about me yes. because what happened from the trauma of 9 11 uh -huh. you know yeah. it took two plus years to find this out yeah well actually two plus years to get a clinical diagnosis but it wasn't until 2014 after i mm -hmm. moved to texas from the mm -hmm. east coast that i found out exactly what was going on yeah. that i was in fight or flight or freeze yes for so long that in cortisol is our body's natural stress hormone response it's supposed yes. to kick on yep. and then you come down and then everything's good and then if you have more stress it kicks on again but it ebbs and flows it's not yes turn the valve and then it stays on it's not right. meant to do that right. so yeah. when you burn through cortisol your body runs on adrenaline yes. and to to us on the outside it feels the same like you you don't know when you ran out of cortisol and adrenaline has kicked you don't out. have those little switches <laughs> right. right there's no switches there's no there's no engine light yeah. coming on right my so engine light's been on <laughs> right. You're just pushing through your day. You're getting through. For me, it was pushing through uh, hard workouts and then going on shift work and the whole thing. And then when I moved to Texas, I, I went to a functional medicine doctor because it's like, OK, there's still triggers. There's still stuff going on from 9-11. Let's mm -hmm. look at the I need to get an overall picture of my health. Okay, yeah. I saw these these stress responses. And it wasn't until I went into this doctor's office, I got blood work, I did saliva. We're talking not even close to anything that a normal MD, you know, you go for your yearly checkup, exactly. wouldn't you know, they don't even touch the surface. Yeah. And what came back was I got a phone call and I'll never forget this phone call. Um Sam, hey, this is so-and-so from so-and-so's doctor's office, and I uh, have your test results. And just to let you know, we'd like you to come in because that um, you're suffering from adrenal fatigue. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, what's that? I said, well, uh, you've basically burned through all your cortisol. And I don't know how to tell you this, but you're like flatlined. Yeah. So my adrenal, I had zero adrenal yeah. function at all. Okay, this is all due to the stress right. and the trauma of the mm -hmm. job. All yep. traced back to that. Yep, absolutely. I had to change. Once you're in complete adrenal fatigue, your whole world changes. Yeah. You have got to concentrate on working out differently because I'm very active. It was no more pushing, uh, pushing metal, you know, pushing plates, doing heavy weightlifting. I had to transition to more cardio. I had to, so I invested money in, a, in an elliptical um, and, and, and diet. And mm -hmm. I had to be keenly aware and document, like keep a journal yes. of how I felt. And I, 
I was like, just like when I got my post-traumatic stress diagnosis, I was relieved. I was finally relieved. I put another piece of the puzzle into onto the board. I'm like, oh, this is what why I feel like bleep. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. It is. And it's um I had someone of a well, I'll tell you this. I had a very good friend of mine who who put me in touch with a, uh, a group down in actually central Florida uh, or South Florida, excuse me. And I uh, had some blood work done. I mean, I've had blood work done before. And I'm like, yeah, what's the difference between this one? He's like, no, no, no. This goes way into the weeds. OK. And when I got the uh, the results, the guy calls him back. He goes, dude, you're you're kind of whacked out. And I'm like what do you mean? He goes, your, your stuff is all over the chart. So that, that to me was a, obviously a clue. And so it, uh, it really kind of coincided with everything that, that, uh, I put in the, in this writing that I wrote this, this article. So, I mean, it is, it is a true injury to your hormonal system is what it is. And it causes things to shut down to where you're not functioning properly. We, we spoke, we did, a, um, we did a, a workshop in Chicago not too long ago, and one of uh, the participants that was an invited guest works on hormone replacement therapy, mm-hmm. and what he has found through yes. their research and everything else is that he's, he's seen a, a 180 in a lot of the first responders that have gone through that treatment, yes. and they have felt like wow, I thought I was feeling normal back then. This is what the real normal is supposed to feel like. Yes, sir. And, and family members even noticed the the big change in yeah. um, their loved ones. Yeah, I know mine did. I mean, she she's uh, she saw a, a change. Not, not that there wasn't still some times that a person doesn't have you know, some ill effects because you're still battling that. And the person's going to battle that for the rest of their life. Right. But the question is how much, right? you know, and how deep. And I think once you, you get those answers to these questions and you treat it properly, uh, people are going to see a big change in a person and their personality, their mood, their temperament, everything. Well, yeah, like it's, said, you're living yeah, in fight or key. flight. You're living yeah. in fight or flight for all these years. When you come out of it and you start, you know, with reasonable thinking in your prefrontal brain, you know, it's like it's a whole new world. Yeah. Yeah, it it really is. Because you have the you have the aha moments. You have the the blanks have been filled in. You know, we're having a great conversation about uh, hormone replacement, overall wellness, (laughs) post-traumatic stress injury with Todd Nunley from Viking Consultant Group. We will have to take a quick break. We will be right back. Interested in starting a podcast or TV show? Worried about what you'll say and how to keep it engaging? Think you'd like to be a guest on podcast, radio, or TV shows? Hi, I'm Susan Hamilton, owner and founder of OBBM Network, and I would like to invite you to an OBBM media training to get the tools you need for a relaxed and polished performance you'll be proud to share. Our specialized training techniques include role play, voice training, and everything you need to deliver a confident, clear, and engaging interaction. Go to offbeatbusiness.com. 
Go to the calendar and register for a training that's convenient for you. Dates available now, 214-714-0495. Hey, welcome back to the Badge of Honor podcast with John and Sam with our guest, Todd Nunley of Viking Consultants. We're discussing the chemistry and the balance uh, of our first responders. Well, um, when we talk about our bodies being out of sync and that becoming the norm over years and years and years of built up stress, you know, Sam, you went to the doctor and you asked specifically for these tests to be done. You know, that's because you educated yourself. And this is where the education portion of what we all do for post-traumatic stress is so important because a lot of first responders out there do not know the, the questions to ask when they go to the doctor. I just went for blood work and I totally forgot to ask for all these tests, which I should have, but my doctor is not going to just automatically run them. Yeah. You know, so we, we have to educate ourselves. So that's why reading up and going to some of the, going to these classes and these workshops, you yeah. become educated in why you're feeling the way you feel like your anger is getting uh, out of whack. If you feel like you're becoming depressed more or bipolar, you, you, you really, like you said, Todd, you don't know what it is. You're going crazy. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it's an easy fix. Maybe it's just your, your chemical uh, imbalances have to come back in the sink. Think of it this way too, because when you have, how many people do you know who are retired and you've had conversations with, who've had that, uh, that feeling like they're going crazy. And I, I can't number the guys I've spoke to that feel like that. And I'm like, have you gone to get any like blood work or testing or anything like that? And of course they look at you like you're crazy. And it's like, no, 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 this is serious. And, and you stop and think about it. You, your system over the number of years, however long that is, whether it's 20 years, 25 years, 30 years, whatever, all of those all of those traumatic events that you go through, let's say you roll up on a car wreck and you got fatalities inside, or you have a shooting, or you got stabbings, or you've got a, an officer involved shooting or whatever. I mean, there's a number of things that, that affect our mind and what we do. So all of those things, they, they build and build and build. So we have this cumulative effect in our system. And that's where we are different than than the military, because talking to both of those two doctors I mentioned earlier, um, they both told me the same thing. The military is more of an acute uh, form of, of traumatic event, whereas law enforcement, it's a cumulative effect. Or chronic, right? It's a chronic yeah. over time. Yes. Yeah. You know, you know we've got... Um, uh, there's a couple of things that your story, we've got environmental toxins. Uh, yes. My, my dogs this time, John, uh, we've got environmental toxins that also play a role. Um, yeah. Whether you are, uh, you know, a, a special operator, you have um, mm-hmm. exposure to lead, you know, if you're mm-hmm. training in, in firearms all the time, for John and I, you know, exposure 9-11, being 9-11 mm-hmm. first responders, we know uh, what we breathe in. We also know we are not told the truth. We're still losing people uh, to cancer. Um, yeah. it, it's, it, it is insane. And so, you know, that's something to watch. Um, but I do, I do want to touch on testosterone because mm-hmm. um, it's become very popular over these last, I'll, I'll say, two years. Yeah. Um, 
And most people are not considering how testosterone plays wow. a role in what is going on in our law enforcement and first responder body systems. Mm -hmm. Now, ladies, I know what you're thinking. You've got take. We're not turning you into, you know, Mrs. Olympia, right? We're not mm -hmm. talking about taking testosterone growth hormone for uh, to compete in a bodybuilding contest. Okay, mm -hmm. we're talking about hormone uh, bioidentical because I'm a huge fan of bioidentical yes. hormone yes. replacement to bring what should be naturally occurring in your body back in alignment okay we all go through life changes um as we get older men and women and so when when we're talking hormones and john just said he went for a blood test you know this is very specific blood as well as saliva because i just did it again um and and just got back my my hormone panel and I have a consultation uh, with the doctor here uh, on Wednesday because things, it's not like, oh, I'm out of law enforcement and I have a lot less stress because I've moved and now I've lived in beautiful Texas and I have a teenager and yeah, things change. And so yeah. it is absolutely important for women and for guys to get that the hormone panel mm -hmm. and you can't get it from your regular doc that you go see for your yearly checkup you really have to uh have to do some research and and todd i'm just gonna put your, the, your banner up right here because i want people to be able to reach out um if you're watching yeah, it's on the screen if you're listening it's viking consultant group.com you'll be able to see it in the replay notices um critical just, to just another, just, functioning add our brain critical to brain function mm -hmm. i want to add something on to that and and uh one of our uh listeners kerry booth who um she suffered from post-traumatic stress but also her medical condition with her heart also played a role in it and that and that was an you know so now no one looks at the post-traumatic stress. They're all looking at the cardio, the, the cardiac valve replacement. Mm -hmm. You know, they're saying this is why this has happened. They, you know, and this is where two worlds end up colliding. Yep. You know, and the doctors are, if we don't, if we're not educated in this, we don't know what to ask. Kerry didn't know she was suffering from post-traumatic stress at that time because nobody said or looked at her, her cortisol levels and said, hey, whoa. There's something wrong here. You're yeah. way out of balance. Well, and and think of this too. You know, I've, I've had conversation with with individuals, and this particular topic has come up many times about testosterone. And there's a lot of false information out there about it. And yes. that is probably the one of the biggest things that really annoys me when I hear stuff like that because it's like, no, no, no. Um, even my own family doctor, my family practitioner. Uh, his idea of uh, what is normal for your testosterone levels is not what my specialist says because my exactly. specialist was like, and the first thing out of his mouth was like, okay, Todd, have you read the pamphlet that comes into that, that uh, ampule of your 
of your testosterone? No. He goes, neither of most doctors. <laughs> right. He said, and there's the problem. So, and, and this is why it's extremely important for guys to go out and girls to go out and get this test done because it affects you. And some people will say, well, um, higher testosterone levels mean you're going to get have cancer. Okay. Well, hold on a second. Why do 18 year old boys not have cancer more? Right. No, because their testosterone right. levels are way high. Right. This is about putting your body into the homeostasis, back into alignment that it should be so that you uh, are have you don't have the brain fog that yes. comes, that, that your metabolic system is working uh, yes. like it should, that your stress responses are more modulated, uh, your mood in general, libido, the, the yes. whole thing. Everything. Yeah. Well, let me ask you both a question. Um, we're talking about now primary care physicians. We're talking about hormone, hormone replacement, right? Most first responders who um, are diagnosed with post-traumatic stress will go see a therapist. They'll get the clinical diagnosis, and then all of a sudden, they're on antidepressing, antidepressants, or they're getting put on these different medications, yes, which sir. is now changing. Is that a contraindication? Are the, those contraindications to what your brain your natural body is going through yes absolutely okay <laughs> yeah and and, and 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 seriously and i had lengthy conversations even with my own specialist and, and he's like no there is a way to treat this and treat it properly and he said most again most family practitioners most doctors don't have a clue how to treat it right. they just so, throw a pill at it yeah exactly and that's what they do. They just throw a pill at it. And it's like, well, that doesn't really fix it. You're, you're putting a Band-Aid on a, on a massive gash right there. So it's not fixing the problem. Right, because that pill will eventually need another pill to combat right. the yes. side effects of the or, or an upper, pill. Or we're going to raise <laughs> right. the milligrams and everything right. else. And, but at most, right. and Sam, you know this because you've done extensive research on this, that most of the chemical balance to get it all back in a check through proper nutrition, exercise, breathing, and and mindfulness, correct? Yes. Well, I mean, it's a whole, I mean, Todd, you know, it's a whole package, which we've talked uh, talked about before. First, you have to have the awareness piece. Yes. Because, you know, if, if you're not aware that you're an asshole, <laughs> you know, <laughs> until somebody says, you know, like, hey, you're an asshole. Like, oh, hey, I wasn't God. aware. I was an asshole for a long time. And, and you weren't like that before. <laughs> so it's, you know, awareness is the, the first piece, a, a, a willingness to understand that we go through the changes um, yeah. as as first responders um, in our job as we go through jobs. But, it, you know, and we take that and we wear it. Um, so, you know, so to speak on our, our, our bodies, we're aware of the physical for sure. It's like, dang, my back, dang, my knees, dang, my hips. But we, we don't, we don't pause and say, uh, you know, oh, I'm taking that, uh, stuff to help with my knees. Okay. So I'm getting older. What, what else could be going on? Let, let's, let's invest in that. We're, we're quick, maybe um to to say you know i need some i need some brain health uh, assistance whether it's um inside the department or outside the department and um you know but 
you, it's got to be, we've got to change it a little bit and look at the whole package because we can't treat ourselves like we're pieces. Our bodies are in pieces. That's how conventional medicine works. You go to an orthopedist, you go to a heart specialist, you go to a neuro. Last time I checked, the, our heads are connected to the body, mm -hmm. our joints, everything is connected. Runs so off this engine. Runs yes, off yes, engine. It, even up here. So if <laughs> if we have breakdown in, in our foundation, it's not throw a pill at it. It's not go have a surgery and, and fix it. We got to, maybe you need the surgery. No. But what do you do after surgery? Do you just have surgery and go back to normal? No, you have to go through physical therapy. You have to go through a process to get back up and running to strength, as we know with what Jeff is going through with his, you know, his injury right. of his bicep. Well, it's not um, one simple answer. I mean, even looking at it again as an investigator, looking at a case, it's not one simple answer to. No. Uh, to that it's a multi-pronged situation that you have to address and everything i mean it's your it's your hormonal system it's your exercise it's your diet it's your mind mindset it's a lot of things that go into account there for that but it is a willingness to be open to it and not okay. not not looking well, at it as like oh my god i gotta do this now yeah. because yeah. the 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 results when you get a, a the test results back and you have answers and you realize that the fix is not as dramatic as, as you, you thought. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, oh, oh, well, okay. And then you're like, why didn't yeah. I do this 10 years ago? <laughs> right? Exactly. That's how I yeah. thought yeah. what you do. That's like what I say when I moved out of New York. Why didn't I do this 10 years ago? To Texas? Yeah, yeah. I should have moved out a Wait. long time ago. Even, even things like sleep apnea, think like that. It, it, trauma affects even that. Yep. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sleeping for a long time and I found out that that was getting maybe three hours, maybe four hours of sleep a night. Um, and whenever wow. I did my sleep study, all of that was part of this, this again, multi-pronged situation you're looking at because even my wife was telling me, you don't sleep at night. You hold your breath and you gasp for air and then you never get into a deep sleep. So yeah, that's that, sleep is sleep is key. It's a cascade of symptoms out when your sleep goes out the window. Hey, we have been having an amazing conversation about first responder health and post-traumatic stress injury with Todd Nunley, uh, head of the Viking Consultant Group. We will be right back after these messages. What is the role of American government anyway? Is the role of government to decide where I can go and where I can't? is the role of government to work tirelessly to destroy vital infrastructure that keeps goods and services from my customers? Is the role of government to choose who can drive, fly, or ride according to mandated stipulations that threaten my body, health, mind, and conscience? Without medical freedom legislation in place, our rights and freedoms are one vote away from being dissolved. Individually, change is improbable, but as an aggregate, attainable, it's time to act with one voice. My voice. And my voice. And my voice. And my voice. To protect our freedom, creating one voice that cannot be ignored. This requires your voice, too. Your voice. Your feet. Your vote. Not just at the ballot box, but training to be a poll watcher, precinct chair, judge, or early ballot counter. So you are doing all you can to protect the fairly counted American vote. Move Freely America. Go to movefreelyamerica.org to find a chapter near you. 
Plug in, donate, and help our legislators defend our God-given rights under the Constitution. Move freely, America, because my voice and my voice, together with your voice, we're one voice that cannot be ignored. Donate today. MoveFreelyAmerica.org. Hey, welcome back to a Badge of Honor podcast with John and Sam and our guest, Todd Dunley, uh, founder and president of Viking Consultant Group. We were discussing first responder health, man, and the time has just flown by. We used words. A lot of a lot of information came in. And, um, you know, Todd, we, I mean, we're, we're excited that you were on because this we'll get in the comment section that says this is excellent information. And it needs to be brought to more first responders. Yeah. What would you recommend with our few minutes, uh, with our about minute and a half that we have left? You're talking to a first responder that's listening or that's watching. What are the recommendations? Uh, what would you tell them? Go seek uh, medical attention, especially. First thing is, is you mentioned this just a second ago. You've got to be willing to undergo the testing and willing to to continue whatever it is that the specialist puts you on. Uh, I do like the idea of bio, uh, bio identical because it is, I like that instead of some synthetic thing you're sticking in your body, uh, but go seek help and talk to somebody. And then, um, whatever situation a person's having, reach out to a friend, talk to somebody. Um, so you may have some information about that. I mean, I'm available. I mean, people can reach out to me. Uh, if I don't answer immediately or don't respond immediately, I will. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of help out there and it's just understanding where to go for that help. Correct. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Todd. This has been, uh, this has been amazing. And, uh, I'm going to try and maybe if for, for somebody that wants, um, access to, your commentary that you wrote, because you have a lot of the links to the additional research and where everything came from. I mean, Todd dotted his I's, crossed his T's. It's not like he pulled this stuff out of thin air. Right. Um, we will uh, we will work on getting that out to you. And again, uh, vikingconsultantgroup.com. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, Todd, thank you so much. And we'll be looking forward to more information, you know, coming out as you, as you continue to take a deep dive and, and discover things that, that help and heal. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Todd. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank All you. right. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Good night. Wow. Well, Ooh. you know, this science stuff is right up my alley. <laughs> I tell you it is. And I need, I need a boost of energy right now because that was mentally exhausting because there was so much information in that 50 minutes that, I mean, just trying to process it all is, is just exhausting. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, because there's a lot of rabbit holes that you can go down and, and, and that's why I think when you, when you do a commentary, right? Like Todd, he includes the links to all of these papers so right. you can continue. It's, it's a learning process that you have to be patient with. But I, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm doing this again, um now and and as the as the results come in you know we can I, I'll, I'll put some information out there um if you're looking for more information want to reach out to todd directly again vikingconsultantgroup.com you can also log on to uh our website a badge of honor.com where um our partners first in wellness we've got uh first responder stress and trauma 
and we've got the group out of Chicago that are all dealing with um, hormone replacement. And, Which and I'm going to try. Yeah, it's bio-identical, folks. There is no synthetic. We're not talking synthetic hormones, and please don't even go down that road. If somebody wants to talk to you about that and it's synthetic, uh-uh, because that's where you, we do see um, health effects. Bio-identical, it's called bio-identical for a reason, okay? So <clears throat> neither John, myself, nor Todd, our doctors, we're just saying, uh, putting that out there, but we do have access to professionals. So go to our website and check that out. You can also go to our website and find out uh, all of the upcoming events. It is, uh, I can't believe 2023 is right around the corner. The 22nd of uh, this month, we are walking the bridge across the world. You can go to walkthebridge.org and find out if there's a walk the bridge near you. If you want to start one, start one. It's all about bringing awareness to the suicide epidemic, uh, plaguing our first responders and our uh, veteran community. And uh, we're making a lot of changes. We're making a lot of changes come 2023. This is not going to be the last time you hear us talking about this, but we are going to be, uh, um, well, we're multidisciplinary in terms of platforms. You're going to see some changes. You're going to read about some changes uh, on where the uh, Badge of Honor podcast platforms uh, are going to go. So as we go forward from this point on, you're going to want to look for a lot more uh, of us in, on Twitter at a Badge of Honor, the number one. Um, we are also on LinkedIn. Um, you can hook up with us on LinkedIn through uh, my LinkedIn page, which is Samantha, a badge of honor for wits. Um, you can do that cool little change. Um, and we're also on Rumble. And you can listen to this podcast anytime on your favorite podcast app. So, uh, again, we thank you for joining us here on the podcast week after week, bringing you more information every week on how to heal yourself, how to heal our heroes, how to heal as a first responder community and to all of our first responders out there. Thank you so much for putting your life on the line every day uh, for, for us, for your communities. Um, and for our veterans out there and those uh, that serve on the front lines, keeping our borders safe here uh, at home, giving us the freedom to continue to do what we do, speak our minds, fly these flags and other flags. Thank you so much. Uh, you, we are always thinking about you. John, take us home. Man, all I want to say is do your research, you know, you, everybody's been affected. If you were a first responder for a day or 43 years, you've been affected in some way. Um, maybe you're not feeling it bothering you, but go to check. Maybe your, your resiliency is up there and you're getting through it, which is God bless you. And that's great. But nine times out of 10, when we saw in the classes, everybody said they, that they're, they have changed since they put that badge on or put that turnout gear on. So just make sure you are mentally healthy. Get checked, get your blood work checked. Do get educated on what the effects could be. And uh, if you hit that crossroad, remember, the crossroad doesn't define you. The choices you make when you take that path define who you are. So until next week, this is John and Sam. Love you and peace out. Good night. Good night, everybody. 
A Badge of Honor podcast is produced for the OBBM Network podcast and protected under copyright law. For content permissions, please submit your request to a badge of honor.